We are four ordinary Americans who happen to be atheists, talking about current topics and religious nonsense. Welcome to the Profane Argument. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 22nd episode of the Profane Argument Podcast. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I am Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. And I think first thing I'm going to bring up is last week, our Scientology episode got a little bit of attention on the Twitter box. There were (laughs) some retweets and some likes that I thought I would mention. First, I wanted to thank the Indie Scientology News for retweeting and liking our podcast. This is apparently a group of people who like putting out news about Scientology, and it mostly is uh, completely unbiased, therefore negative towards Scientology. (laughs) I also wanted to thank We Call The Cult, who liked and retweeted as well. They are really anti-Scientology, from what I can tell. The picture on their homepage of David Miscavige. Is that his name? It's it's misspelled here, so I'm trying to pronounce it correctly. But they retweeted, In case you wanted to know how an argument is properly structured on TGAC, and quoted our our podcast. Oh, wow. Thanks. No negative comments, huh? No negative comments. Nothing that I've seen. Hmm. <laughs> well, granted, they do keep most of the Scientologists away from the internet, so. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's probably true. However, at Scientology did get, uh, did get a tweet, mm-hmm. including a link to our podcast. Oh. Nothing, <laughs> nobody responded. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I mean, hi. Hi. My name is Craig Bowser. <laughs> I am Brian Edsel. <laughs> oh, dear. But in any case, we want to do a couple news stories this week and then get into a discussion on Mormonism, which, as it turns out, is actually crazier than I thought it was after doing a little bit of research. (laughs) But first, I wanted to mention this uh, came to my attention from somebody that regularly listens to the podcast. Russia. Military, or I'm sorry, religious leaders in Russia are taking a whole lot of attacks from feminists when... I'm not even going to pronounce this name, I don't think. Zevalod? Zevalod? Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, He is a former (laughs) spokesman for the Russian Orthodox Church. He defended Ismail Berdiev, a senior Muslim cleric in Dagestan, who said that all women should be subjected to the practice of female circumcision. Or, as some people call it, female genital mutilation. So what he said is all women should be circumcised so there would be no debauchery on earth, so that sexuality (laughs) is minimized. No, female sexuality is minimized. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, He went on to say the Almighty created women to bear and raise children. Circumcision would not affect that. Women would not stop giving birth, but there would be less promiscuity. Can I punch him in the throat? (laughs) (laughs) Not from here. Damn it. We'll give him a virtual punch in the throat. All right. So, yeah. Female genital mutilation has been, it, it happens way too often in a lot of Muslim regions. And in this particular case, it is in remote 
mountain villages in Dagestan, which is predominantly Muslim region in mm. Russia's northern Caucasus. But my understanding is this is not necessarily a Muslim thing. It's just more of a family tradition, family practice. Well, it's kind of like one of those, you know, racist and Republican things. Just because you're a Republican doesn't mean you're a racist. But if you're a racist, odds are you're a Republican. Just because you're a Muslim doesn't mean you practice female genital mutilation. But if you practice female genital mutilation, chances are you're a Muslim. And it is estimated that 200 million women and girls across 30 countries are victims of female genital mutilation. So there are 200 million living women who have had part of their anatomy removed. Wow. Yeah. That's a really large number. Yes. That's but we have to respect to the religion. No, we don't we? Fucking a. <laughs> no, that's what the liberals are telling me. I can't I can't say anything bad about them, right? Yeah. Ben Affleck told me this. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wonder if Ben Affleck is on the side of female genital mutilation. I didn't realize there were so many people that landed pro female genital mutilation. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be rare to take that side, but damn. Yeah. 200 million vaginas tell me otherwise. Yeah. Hmm. It makes me furious every time I read about it. Well, that's the thing. That's another thing that Bill Maher brings up quite often is when he's like, you know, these fucking liberals, Mm. when they tell you you got to respect the religion, you got to do this and that, but also fight for gay rights in this country. He's like, there are millions of people being fucked up by Muslims out there, you know, any religion, any religion. But because that one seems to be the one that everyone brings up the most. Sure. You know. He's like they, you know, they do honor rapes, they female mutil- genital mutilation, they, you know, stone gaze. Yeah. You know, why aren't you? Why does? Why do they get a fucking pass? And and we get yelled at for saying radical Islamic terrorist or whatever. <laughs> Is that the phrase that we're supposed to be saying? I think that's the one. Yeah. I think well, it's or, a or not saying. Well, it's a mouthful when you really try to say it. <laughs> the thing that really gets me and what really stirred up a lot of people is the the. The people defending, I mean, okay, so the Muslim cleric said this, nobody was too incredibly surprised, but apparently a lot of Orthodox, Russian Orthodox priests, archpriest chaplain, one of the most prominent Orthodox priests in Russia, rushed to his defense, the Muslim cleric's defense, and but he also qualified it with, and you want to punch this guy in the throat too, <laughs> uh, he qualified it with, circumcising all women probably isn't necessary. Orthodox women don't need it because they're not promiscuous. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Just out to ruin everybody's fun. That's all religion is. Yeah. They're like, oh, you women, are you enjoying these clitorises? Mm, no. no. We're going to take those away. Yeah. Uh, it is necessary to reduce female sexuality. If it was done to all women, it would be very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this time we're going to start on the negative mm. and end with something more positive. <laughs> so question came to mind. Um, so what about male circumcision? Is that also just a religious artifact? Yeah. Absolutely. I assume so. I, 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 I don't have anything in front of me that tells me it is, but I know it's true. Okay. <laughs> I, I have done extensive research. I have a son who is two, year old, two years old. We chose to not have him circumcised and continue to do you know research into that mm-hmm. uh, in case there is some just skosh of medical information that, uh, that we may have missed or that we didn't know about. And it just, nope. I don't, I don't even know why it's so popular. Mm. Well, I don't know it, where it, the information got look. in there. It's just so for automatic. A nowadays. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't understand. I don't understand why there is no questioning of it. I mean, it came up. The doctor's like, yeah, we'll just do this real quick. And I was like, no. I'm not a Jew and no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one story regarding that. And when I used to go to summer camp as a kid, 
There was one kid in my bunk who was not circumcised. And when we would go swimming in the lake, which had a regular beach and everything like that, we would come back to the bunk and we'd all get changed back into our clothes. We all took the normal steps. You take your clothes off. You know, you get your dry clothes. You put them on. Except the kid who wasn't circumcised always had a clean sand out of his dick. <laughs> and <clears throat> I occasionally glanced over and watched this process and was just going, thank God I'm circumcised. Now, having said that, I am utterly confused by whether there's any medical thing behind it at all because I hear different stories all the time. But I, I assume Ian knows more than I do now. Mm. Yeah. Having a son I, who's not like that. And I you're saying so. there's no, there's nothing. You just got to wash found, it like you would wash any other part of your body. Right, right. right. And the, uh, you know... And, and it too, especially now, there's no, there's no rolling it back. There's no, I mean, it's it's just a tiny little penis. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and and you know, the research that I have done suggests that you know, until he's, I would say, significantly older, you know, somewhere in the nine to twelve years old is when, you know, you'll be able to encourage him to roll back the skin and and wash it like any other part of his body, mm. uh, you know, to prevent any sort of like smegma or anything from building up in there. Ugh, so, uh, sorry, dude, sorry. that's what it's called. <laughs> that's it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I can't, I don't, I don't know the history or anything behind circumcision. It didn't seem appealing. I, I didn't, there was, since there was no medical thing, I, I never thought, hmm, <laughs> I wish my dick had less skin on it. <laughs> Let's get rid of that. I think Hitchens probably said it best when he said only a religious person would look at a beautiful newborn baby and think, Mm -hmm. let's cut off a bit. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is, did this all stem from Judaism? I believe so. I I don't know. I don't know where it got all the momentum from, though. No. At least here in in the Western world. It's it's primarily here that it's done, right? Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's primarily a U.S. thing. Yeah. Anywhere else, it's like everybody just like leaves it the way it is. Yeah. Well, uh, except right. for Jews. Well, except sure. for Jews, yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know. Again, I don't know why. I mean, other than because the Jews control the media. Yeah. <laughs> and they let us, <laughs> they told us that, <laughs> that it was proper to be circumcised, so Americans Until the Indians came over, they used to all primarily be doctors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's, a, there's a strange not understanding about it in America, too. I mean, people just don't know that, it's, that other people don't do this. It's odd. Well, I, I would say for the first 25 years of my life, I was told that you're like, oh, no, you have to do it. It's it's yeah. much, much more hygienic. You're going to get, you know, I was like, oh, OK, whatever. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, that's a little more enlightening. My dad was mortified when he heard we decided not to circumcise hmm. his grandson. He was absolutely terrified. He called me. He's like, what are you doing? Do you know what you're talking about? Is this something <laughs> that you, Kelly's trying to bully you into? I was oh, like, geez. no, no and no. What are you talking about? He's like. He's like, think about, think about Owen. Think about when he gets older. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. Well, what about, what about what? Think about what his friends will say and think. I was like, I am 38 years old. Do you know how many dicks I've seen from my friends? <laughs> Approximately like between one and zero. Like that's not something that we just like. Hey, how's your penis? Uncircumcised. Friendship terminated. <laughs> you obviously never went to summer camp. I clearly did not go to. Or Summer play any camp. sports. <laughs> no, I was kind of an indoor kid, so that might be that might be the difference there. <laughs> I had a, 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 a an ex that didn't know that he was circumcised. He was convinced because he wasn't Jewish that I'm like, well, what do you think they cut off? <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly he's like, sure. Maybe he didn't have a brisk, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Bizarre. Oh, I went to a brisk. They are the worst. The oh. worst. You went oh to a brisk. 
Oh. Yeah, for, I had to bring in the baby, like, on a thing. Oh, on wow. A, on a uh, pillow or something, and, oh, God, man, I had yeah, to turn that away. that sounds terrible. Yeah, like well, I, I, I and I for years I thought like I had was just snipped in the in the in the hospital. Turns out I had a bris too. Huh. Did ah! not know that. So the bris is done by a an actual religious person trained a in brises. A, bo- a moil, right? And it's yeah. no no anesthesia, right? They the one I went to, I don't know how mine was operated. Yeah. <laughs> they took a like a napkin or a towel and soaked it in a little bit of wine oh. and let the baby suck on it. So I guess he got a little tipsy. Oh man. Yeah, and the baby cries, and oh, Jesus, mm. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm sure. And I'm like, I hope Moyles have some kind of medical. No, I doubt it. Really? They're, they've just practiced. God, so this just falls under, like, religious belief, go ahead, slaughter a goat, whatever you want to do. Yeah, basically. <laughs> slaughter a baby. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I feel like I chose wisely. <laughs> yes, I believe you did. I, well, I think- Ian, having said what I said, I don't regret being circumcised at all. <laughs> I don't know the difference, so I, I don't thing, yeah, know. I don't know the difference either. I've heard if, I, if there was some way I could know the difference, then I would tell you that I I regret it or not. I'm not, you know, thrilled to be circumcised, but I'm really not disappointed. In 20 yeah. years, you're going to have to have a chat with Ian and let us know. Okay. Owen, sorry. Oh, no. That's a, it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. But to but to wrap it around to the original subject, though, female genital mutilation is nothing to do with cleanliness. No. It's nothing to do with... No, it's just straight torture. Yeah. It's torture and, and control of women. Yeah. yeah. I think we can agree yeah, on that. Yeah, it's so freaking promiscuous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's make sure that she has no possible enjoyment from this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move on to politics. All right. So there was something that came up that I really wanted to address. It's I've seen this references consistently on my stupid Facebook page, <laughs> and it's it's all through the news constantly. So I had I, I really wanted to find out what the truth was, and it all revolves around Hillary Clinton's email. I'm I'm tired of hearing about it, like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> And I wanted to know what the actual truth was. So I looked up just to, you know, my own clarification and, and knowledge. And as it turns out, it's it was way worse than what I expected. I found out something that made me angry. Hmm. So the basic summary is the, the actual facts of the matter. When the FBI researched her email, they found 110 email that had classified information in it. Three of those emails had actual markings that designated that the information within the email is classified. Now, none of those emails were correctly marked. Mm. I had a I had a security clearance when I was in the military and in order to have a document classified it had there are regulations amazingly enough uh the military has regulations for how to classify things and how to mark it as classified and these emails none of these emails followed the the classification the 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 rule is it has to be have a header it has to be marked first page first line classified information is contained in this document it has to be clearly marked none of these emails were so all of the times that they say that she lied about whether or not there was classified email, if you go back and listen, she says that there was nothing marked as classified. Truthful. So she was true. Now, whether she stretched to the line of, of truth or didn't want to say that, you know, there were emails that may have had, like, she, she just kept it to a very fine line, right? Mm. And with that, you also have to take into account, she, she also didn't say... Well, the people that sent me this email didn't mark it correctly. 
She didn't throw anyone under the bus. Mm. She didn't say, you know, these people are to blame, not me, even though it wasn't her responsibility to mark the things as classified, and yet they clearly weren't. So the truth of the matter is she hasn't done anything illegal. She hasn't forwarded classified information that was marked as, as, as classified in any way. She didn't lie to uh, in, in her hearings. Or to so, the FBI. Yeah. Right. However, let's look at the people who did lie. <laughs> Bob Goodlatte, uh, who is chair of the Committee on Judiciary, and Jason Chaffetz, who is chair of the Committee on Oversight and Government Reform. Oh, I these, hate that guy. <laughs> these two guys on the floor, on the congressional floor, said that she lied. They reported that she lied to the uh, House Select Committee on Benghazi. In any case, there are, there is absolute proof that what they said about Hillary was absolutely lies, that they were just making things up about her. And the question in the article that I'm reading is, well, why can't they be tried or accused of slander or anything like that? And the, the answer, here's what made me mad. There is Article 1, Section 6, Clause 1 of the U.S. Constitution states, it is called the uh, Speech or Debate Clause, it states that any speech in debate in the House or Senate shall not be questioned in either place. Whatever a congressperson says on the floor of Congress, <laughs> they cannot be held legally for. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <sighs> so they can make up all the stories that they want, go to the congressional floor, say whatever they want, and it doesn't matter. Nobody can call them on it. I mean, you can call them on it, but they can't be charged for it. They can't be tried for it in any way. Censured for it. Nothing. Hmm. Right. But you know what I've always wondered is, especially with that Chaffee guy, because he also, in addition to Benghazi, he went after Planned Parenthood too, right? That was his deal as well? That's not I right, wouldn't yeah. doubt it, but I don't know it offhand. Okay, because I see his smug, stupid, fucking pompous face pop up, <laughs> pop up all the time <laughs> for this shit. And it's like, they spent all this money on Benghazi and came up with nothing. Mm. Right. 13 right? hearings. Yeah. came Spent all this money on the emails to have the FBI come out like, well, you know, ill-advised, yeah, but it was bad. But you know, she didn't really break any laws. It's not that big of a deal, right? No. Okay, so we got nothing on that, but we're still going to harp on it for a while. And obviously, Planned Parenthood is still intact after what happened. Is there anybody that could take him aside and be like, "Could you stop wasting our fucking money on this shit?" <laughs> the people that voted for him. How about them? Yeah, the people yeah, of but, the state. Mm. Okay, so but it's not just his state that pays for all these hearings and stuff like that. We all right. pay for this, right? Yeah, right. So, right. Well, we would have to encourage the people of his state to stop reelecting him. Yeah. So somehow. anybody in there could just be like, "Hey, man, I want to hold some hearings. <laughs> Round up some money. Let's go." I don't know how that works. I mean, I mean, they need to yeah. get people on their side. You can't. I mean, otherwise, that's all Cruz would do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know it's it's Chaffee, and then that other fucking scumbag. Uh, what is his name? Troy Gowdy. Gowdy. Yeah. Oh my God, is he the worst? Too? <laughs> Just the two of them. Look yeah. at them. Oh, Gowdy is a horrible human being. Yeah, yeah, he is. They can't. But every time, this is three in a row. Three strikes. You're out, guys. Give up. Stop doing this shit. They are well, way down the line of tell the lie often enough, and people start to believe it. I mean, you look at all your your, your 
jackass idiot friends on Facebook. And yeah, they they believe this because somebody on television, in Congress, in Senate, wherever, has said it. Therefore, it must be true. Right. And it's oh, not. It's they not, don't watch those channels, Karen. Oh, <laughs> they heard it on Facebook themselves. Sure, they heard it on Facebook. Who regurgitated it from Fox News? Who regurgitated it from there? So it's who, right. yeah. That, but yeah, but they also get these whack ass sites called like RedStateWatcher.us or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Conservative format news. Drudge Report. Yeah. No, that's too mainstream, Drudge Report. <laughs> it's not just the crazy people on Facebook either. A, a lot of the people that are posting this stuff just earlier this morning, or was it yesterday? In any case, I had an argument, well, a back and forth with uh, someone who I regard as a very intelligent person. And they were talking about how the Clinton Foundation, only only 10% of the money that the Clinton Foundation takes in goes to charity. And they were just oh, spouting complete and utter lies. And it, it took me five minutes to find actual documents and information that could counter what they... I mean, it doesn't they, matter. They just don't care. No. Yeah, don't. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. No matter what comes out of these hearings or what anybody says, the people I know are like, well, what about all those people she killed in Benghazi? I'm like, but haven't you heard? <laughs> okay, but yeah, but the emails, I'm like, no, that's no. done with. No. <laughs> you know, yeah, but the Clintons killed like 15 of the 20 guys. We all know that, right? No, they didn't. <laughs> oh, I just heard about Again, that was something that was totally off my radar. I just heard about it this weekend. I, I have a group of friends who I guess we have enough in common because we're, we're <laughs> friends, but I have got to be the fringe friend. Like, if they knew that I was like their liberal atheist like Democrat, we would because they, they were all talking about that. They were talking about, well, I don't s totally agree with with Trump, but Hillary is just the embodiment of evil. Anybody who speaks out <laughs> against the Clintons is murdered and never heard from again. And I was like, what are they talking about? Like, this seems like nonsense to me, like beyond the nonsense I'm used to. What? Why? Who are the Clintons killing and why? Everybody. The Cl it's the Clinton hit list, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is what they always talk about. What's it's the right in name? line with the Illuminati stuff, except it's the Clinton Illuminati. Yeah, which is far less believable. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it just it kills me because I, I have even tried. I have a coworker who is a uh, you know staunch Trump supporter, and and I tried to isolate him one day because my other coworkers, you know, some of them have you know equally liberal points of views, but they aren't good listeners, and they need to just <laughs> shush. So I said. <laughs> co-worker tell me either it which one you're more comfortable with if you would tell me what sort of you know disasters are going to befall us by voting for hillary clinton or mm -hmm. tell us tell me what good things are going to happen by voting for trump and he was like well i'm i'm very i think trump has a better economic policy and i said tell me more about his economic policy and he said well it's all about giving tax breaks to the extremely wealthy mm -hmm. so that they start more businesses and they create jobs here in america and then you know, unemployment drops, and then we see that money. And I said, so you think that the policy of trickle-down economics, which failed under Reagan and failed under Bush Sr. and failed under Bush Jr., is going to be successful under Donald Trump? Tell me why. Mm. And, and he was like— You should have mentioned currently failing under Kansas. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the real That's the real example to put out because Arkansas. they've had nothing mm. but control in Kansas. It has right. been complete uh, trickle down economics, and they are in a disaster. Is it Kansas yeah. or Arkansas? I thought it was Kansas. Hmm. It's okay. a K state. It could be Kentucky. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kansas man. I'll buy it. Uh, no, I think it could be Arkansas. Isn't that where where what is Brownback? Is that his name? Senator Governor Brownback. Yeah. Either way, I do. I will. I will. Oh, it's, no, it's Kansas. You know. You're right. Oh, it is Kansas. Yeah. Okay. 
thanks, guys. Sorry we doubted you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weren't they going to uh, sell dildos or something? Because <laughs> sworn John Oliver told me that. But I have to admire you, Ian, for engaging that person because I've given up with my friends who are Trump supporters. There is just no changing their mind. Presenting, present as many facts as you want. Right. Well, it's I, just I know, gonna- I know him, and when we talk, there's, I can see like glimmers of rational thought and sanity. They're there, but something is is blocking them out, and I can't, I can't get to that because you know I'm at work. I try to actually do a little bit of work when I'm here, and like I said, those other people always, they're like, "Ooh, people are not working and having a conversation. I better get in on some of this," and I'm like, "Damn it." <laughs> There goes my unbiased platform to just learn more. So, uh, yeah, very nerve-wracking and unsuccessful so far. Mm. That's my actual reason for having the argument. There's a I sit right next to a, a Trump person, and <laughs> if it's just me and him in the room, I don't... Like, he'll say something, I just, like, shake my head and walk away. But if there are other people within earshot, I will argue. Because I know he's a... It would be wasting my breath. Hmm. But if I can have other people hear the argument and hear how stupid the one side is, then right. maybe it'll make but a it little bit of a difference. Like, I came to this realization when I'm like, there's nothing a Trump supporter could say to me that'll get me to fucking vote for Trump. Absolutely. No. Not, a, not a goddamn thing. And there's nothing he could do or say at this point up to the election that would make me swing my vote towards his. Even if there was video of Hillary actually ordering a hit on somebody, (laughs) I'd still vote for her. Well, that's still Uh, less crazy than what I would expect from Trump. Yeah, right. But, damn, I forgot where I was going with this. But uh, when you you talk to these people and and you may get a little glimmer out of them, because I've had a few conversations like that, too, where I talked to a friend of mine who was going on and on about minimum wage and how it shouldn't be a thing. And (laughs) I was just like, yeah, out of your fucking, you know, I gave my, I gave rational points, though. I was like, do you really think these companies will pay you more if we tell them they don't have to pay you a minimum? They're paying you the absolute minimum right now. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But he goes home after our conversation and watches Fox, Fox News or whatever fucking website he goes and just gets reinforced what he was already thinking about. Like, how can I conceal my racism and my hatred for women <laughs> and, <laughs> and my xenophobia? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to have to move off that before we run out of time completely. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the last thing that I would mention is I did add a electoral vote link on profaneargument.com if you want to see the current... Uh, polling numbers by electoral vote. Currently, Democrats, uh, 303, GOP is 191, So, and that is for the presidential election. So it is looking positive, but yeah, I wouldn't take that too far. In fact, yesterday, it has the senatorial numbers as well, and it was 50 Democratic seats, 49 uh, Republican with one tie. Now it is 49 Democrat, 50 Republican with one tie. So it's Come not on, going good. Yeah, Gotta... not going good in uh, the senatorial races. <laughs> well, I I do like that we got something in the mail the other day. It didn't say anything about Pat Toomey. He was not mentioned at all. All it said was vote against Katie McGinty. It was a completely negative um, <laughs> flyer. It didn't say who to vote for. It just said who to vote against. I had to look at it and go, is that the person? I think that's the person that's running against that idiot Toomey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's very much like the NRA commercials that started coming on TV a few days ago yeah. that are just I- I completely anti-Hillary. And they make no sense. No, they like, don't. Like, they have her saying, I don't remember what the quote is, but it's basically her saying, I, you know, I see, I understand where the middle class America is coming from. And they're like, yeah, see, she's a two-faced liar. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like what? no, wait, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't make a point there. You just jumped to a conclusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It was her saying something nice and about people that she actually cares about. Oh, and the, this whole thing about the, the Clinton Foundation, people jumping on that train and about how it's it's bad. Holy crap. Do you know where the money from the Clinton Foundation goes to? Who it benefits? It's like children with AIDS across the world. I mean... Fuck those kids! Exactly. People got special favors to meet with her! <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's irrational. Anyway, sorry. Wait, before we move on, I have one last quick question that I have to ask. What the fuck is wrong with Anthony Weiner? <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with him? So this is good because you guys need to tell me just a little bit more. Because I don't know what's wrong with him. My well, mom brought this up. She was like, ooh, Anthony Weiner. I was like, what happened? She's like, he was sexting again. I was like, is that illegal? She was like, no. I was like, was the person underage? She's like, no. no. And I was like, I can send a dick pic to whoever I want. I don't care. <laughs> but no, no, no. I, it's but it's not are, that, Ian. It's so much are, that. There are consequences if you do that, though. If you have agreed with Kelly that you won't do that anymore. Right. So now now his <laughs> wife is, is I'm, I'm comfortable with her. Her new position to leave him. Yes. And that is that is totally a a decision made by two, you know, by two. by a spouse that has betrayed another spouse. Yep. I don't know. Is he doing this on his work time? Is he doing does he still well, work? I don't know what he does. No, he, has no, he has no job, no position. Right, He's no. taking care of their kid. Right. Right on. No, no, no. The only There's reason I asked this qu- I asked this question is is because he did it once and lost his seat in Congress. Yep. Right? Right. That's fine. Everybody makes a mistake. I, 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 that's fine. Now he's running for mayor. He does it again. <laughs> no, he, right? no, that was that was time two. He was running for mayor. Right. He was running for mayor and he did it again. Right. right? And he lost yeah. that. And, and then he, he bowed out of the race because his, his numbers dropped. And he was probably – he was doing very well at that point. He was. That's when he was Carlos Danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I mean, and this woman stuck by him this whole time. Yeah. Right. And then he does it again. Now, I understand he has got no job, and th- that's all fine. I don't understand what the fuck is wrong with this dude, though, <laughs> that well, he keeps um, doing this. Th- there's nothing wrong, is, there's nothing wrong right. with what he did. The fact no, of the no, matter I, is but, is that he can't, con- he can't not do it is the problem. He can't control himself. He knows there are consequences for it. He knows right. he's, he he clearly he's going to lose his He enjoys doing it. Right. He's a, oh, he's I understand clearly, that. <laughs> he's clearly a, just a crappy spouse in, yep. in a relationship that he doesn't want to be in. Yep. And he well, has no. I think he uh, wants, maybe I think he wants to be in the relationship. He loves his wife. He does not want to lose her. This mm. was something that he did because he couldn't not do it. Oh well, then he should see uh, professional well, help. Never mind. I, they, well, they won't help if this is something that he gets sexual gratification from. He doesn't want to stop getting sexual gratification. Exactly. He he has made a value judgment that that is more right. important than his wife. Right. And so that's yeah, just there you go. sad. That's sad. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. I just figured he would find another outlet. I mean, there's so many things you can do anonymously, you know, without getting caught. Yeah, how is it that that sending dick pics in Twitter has become... Well, the big thing about this one, too, is that the kid was in the picture. Yeah, that was pretty bad, yeah. You know... Oh, he was in... Wait, what? His child was in the picture. his toddler was in the picture. He's laying on the bed in his underwear, taking a picture of his, his, you know, laying on the bed in his underwear, and his kid is right next to him. Yeah, now that's again, and I've. (laughs) It is a shame because I've seen (laughs) I've seen pictures of that nature from, and the ones I'm looking at are usually from females that are you know in a similar situation. They're taking some sort of uh, revealing picture of themselves, and you see like a small child in the mirror reflection or crib (laughs) or something, and I'm like, oh, I love how trashy that is, but I recognize how inappropriate that is. (laughs) Um, But yeah, see that's. 
again, as a, as a father, I've really got to question that because yeah. Well, again, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with what he's doing. Uh, having a kid in the picture, I, well, I would, yeah, but I would, he had his I'm underwear on. on. It, he wasn't like jerking off or anything like that. I mean, it was poor judgment. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a bad thing to do. But what I don't understand is how like you do this, you get caught, you lose your seat on Congress. Mm. You're like, I'm running for mayor. Let me roll the dice again on this bullshit. <laughs> this won't happen again, right? <laughs> and now catch me. Yeah, now you're like, okay. My political career is fucking ruined, but yeah. my wife's political career is great. She's number one to Hillary Clinton, yep. right? Hillary Clinton poised to be the next president of the United States. Things are going to be pretty good in the Wiener family. Ah, <laughs> eh, fuck it. Let me roll the dice a third time. I swear to God, I won't get caught this time. This time, it was, I will not get caught. And this time, send the pick to a Trump supporter who, oh, who is immediately going to release it to the press. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Well, I anyway, that- I had just to ask what, what was wrong with this guy. We can move. <laughs> yeah. Pure impulse control. Jim, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel says it best. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel said that it's because, look, if you've got something that you think you need to show off, you just got to show <laughs> <laughs> that's I guess that's the case. The sad part is I like Anthony Weiner's yeah. politics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, just like I think Elliot Spitzer is like one of the smartest guys in the world. Great politician, but he's forever marred by his sex scandal with Pet a elections. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a shame, but <laughs> it is a shame. Ian, yeah. real quick, tell me about an atheist lawsuit. Oh mm. my God, there were two guys, and I I, I feel like I, we've spoken about this before, but honestly, I don't know, and I wouldn't even know what episode to reference. But it couldn't have been long ago. When I said two dudes from Kansas City called the American Atheist Incorporated and said, hey, the city is trying to give the National Baptist Church Convention some money to have their convention here. Uh, and it's tax money. And that is clearly against our Constitution. And they said, all right, well, uh, we'll help you file a lawsuit. <laughs> and because the National Baptist Convention uh, wanted a grant for $65,000 and they are tried to argue that it was for it would be used for secular purpose because oh, yeah. because uh, it was would entirely be used for transport transporting people to and from the conference and the people you know the conference wasn't the conference while it was for Baptists you know it still meant people coming to Kansas City and spending money so they didn't understand what the problem was <laughs> and they said the law is the law and uh, but so the Kansas City came back and said hey no reason to sue us. We haven't actually given them any money. They didn't fill out the proper paperwork. We asked them to prove that this is a secular function, and they failed to do so. So don't worry about it. And uh, now the only update that I've gotten is uh, the convention is here in uh, at the beginning of September, the 5th through the 9th. So no matter what <laughs> the National Baptist Church Convention, the uh, good old Reverend John Modest Miles does, uh, there's just not enough time. Right. So at least mm-hmm. at the, for this leg of the race – the uh, atheists have won. Yay. The oh, Constitution nice. has been upheld. Woo-hoo. And this will... So pretty much, yeah, and the only follow-up I've heard to that is, you know, veiled veiled threats from the Baptists. He said, <laughs> he said, it's a shame we really like Kansas City, but I don't think we'll be coming here next year. And well, everybody went, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We can't afford to pay for it anyway. It's Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about uh, stuff like that. Like, that... Uh, Arc experience thing that they're building, mm. yeah, or Tax- built, I should say. Yeah, did was that paid for by taxpayers? Like, did they partially, or did they really? Yeah, wow. Again, I don't remember where that is located. I don't know what that state's constitution says about that sort of. Uh, I'm pretty distribution sure distribution of funds. <laughs> really? Did they somehow prove like it was a scientific thing and not a 
religious thing? I don't know. Thing? Yeah, and I don't know. I don't remember it being Texas. Like, if it was Texas, I'm like, that's fine. That's, that's, that's <laughs> practically another country. I don't even want to ask. But I thought it was somewhere in the in the Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia zone. Oh, it might have been. Yeah, um, so did I. Well, where's it? the Creationist Museum? That's in Florida, right? Oh, more questions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't keep track of these things. <laughs> when are we taking a trip down to that? <laughs> uh, the no. Ark Encounter is in Grand County, Kentucky. Kentucky, sorry. There we go. But you know, the only way to make the boat work was to use steel inside, so obviously yeah. that's what Noah did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they used cranes to put it up and steel and steel bolts to hold it in place and steel girders. Yeah. <laughs> the Ark Encounter, that's what it's called. They probably then painted the steel beams to be wood-like. <laughs> but, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was my blip of good news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the Mormons. Yay, Mormons. Because okay. we haven't paid enough attention to them yet. That's true. So I have ten items, and I think we're going to rank them as... We can, from least to most, uh, the strangest, craziest, most outrageous things that Mormons believe. So, I guess the first one isn't all that... Well, I shouldn't qualify it. I shouldn't uh, influence the vote. But they do not believe in creation ex nihilo, which means creation from nothing. They believe that everything... The universe has existed to infinity. There was no Big Bang. There was no creation time. Despite scientific It's always evidence. been and will always be kind right. of thing. Yes. All right. Uh, so that's number one. Number two is that America was originally settled by Nephites, Lamanites, Mulekites, and Jaredites. I don't like that last one. <laughs> and named after Jared. <laughs> Just not our Jared. Um, but they were, those were four nations of Israel who left Israel and came to America in the BCE. Hmm. And they eventually, after killing each other off for a little bit, uh, eventually they became Native Americans. Did, um, so the Native Americans that we know are actually Jewish. But this was like okay. thousands of years ago. G correct. Okay. So I should get a piece of what they're making over at Mohegan Sun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm back on board with Jaredites. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, the dark skin is a curse from God. So there are several stories within the Book of Mormon and within other other writings that Joseph Smith had that the all dark skin is a curse. That originally it stems from Ham, Noah's son. Ham walked in on Noah and Noah was naked, which apparently that's Ham's fault. <laughs> so he was cursed by Noah and that he became uh, he was cursed with dark skin and he became the original person who had dark skin. And that's where wow. all the black people come from. Wow. And it's a curse from God. Uh, and also of the Lamanites and Nephites, uh, there was a war and the Lamanites destroyed most of the Nephites, but God saw that the Nephites were actually the ones that were pure, so he cursed the Lamanites with dark skin, red in this case, and that's where the red-skinned Americans came from. So, skin is a curse and can be changed by God. The, the okay. tone of skin. Um, number four is that the Book of Mormon is historically accurate, which, if we spend any amount of time looking at, we can find so many different things. First, the Israelites, th there's no way the Israelites could have founded America, could have settled in America. It's just impossible. The Supposedly, they uh, came from the Tower of Babel, from the Bible. After the Tower of Babel happened, that event, they left and, and came to America. But this doesn't even fit with biblical history, uh, let alone history that, that you know, 
that we have that's verifiable. Um, but anyway, they believe that the, the Bible of Mormon is historically accurate, even though it was just created by Joseph Smith. Mm. Then we get into the whole... Number five is the Golden Plates. And where the golden plates came from, and and the whole story surrounding the golden plates, and I'm assuming that you guys have seen South Park, right? Yeah, that's where I got sure. all my information about Mormons from. <laughs> it's amazing how accurate it it really is. So the idea with the golden plates is the archangel Michael came to Joseph Smith, told him there was golden plates, told him where to find them. He went out, found these golden plates and seeing stones, and using the seeing stones, he could read the Egyptian hieroglyphs that were mm. on these golden plates that he found in New York in Near order Pennsylvania. to... <laughs> in order, he translated the Egyptian hieroglyphics into the Book of Mormon. And supposedly, there are 11 witnesses to the golden plates. But in every case... Of all those 11 people, at some point, they got in foul with uh, Joseph Smith and were excommunicated from the church at some point. <laughs> Probably demanded some real gold to keep their mouth shut. <laughs> it was the devil's work. Um, and where are these golden plates now? Oh, nobody. Uh, so he couldn't. He was told by the Archangel Michael to not show them to anyone. And that when he was done, he had to give them to the angel and the angel took them to heaven. Mm. Okay. Convenient. Mm. Along with this is a whole reading them while looking into a hat story, which he couldn't show anybody the plate, so he put them in a hat, and then he threw the seeing stones into the hat, and then he would stick his face in the hat, and then recite what he would read, and it would, uh, there was another guy who would write down what he would say, and that's where the Book of Mormon came from, yeah. him reading out of a hat. So Sure. That's was it a, good, a nice hat? <laughs> sure it was. It was a magic hat. Number six is that the prophecies of Joseph Smith are true. So there are several prophecies within the Book of Mormon that foretell the coming of a prophet in New York sometime in the future in a new world. Uh, it specifically says he would be named Joseph. Um, it, specifically, it has a whole lot about Joseph Smith and it prophesizing that Joseph Smith was coming. Where was his prophecy? In the Book of Mormon that he created. That he wrote? Oh. He prophesized his own existence? Yeah. Neat. <laughs> That's wild. Um, that doesn't even make sense to me. This yeah. guy's covering all his bases, man. Yeah. I love it. You'd almost think he was like a con man or something in the previous <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, number seven <clears throat> is polygamy. Uh, poly polygamy, the idea of taking multiple wives. Uh, this is not... I don't think it's still practiced in Mormonism I, at I do. all. I, I agree with you. I think that it is outlawed by Most not only the federal government, but the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints supports it in no way. Mm. So you do get those fringe guys that do it, though, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There are there are non-Mormons who, who do their whole sister-wife polygamy isn't, thing. Isn't there a TV show about them? Absolutely. There's reality shows about them. There's mm -hmm. HBO dramas about them. What is the, the basis for polygamy, though? Like, why does, what, why does God want that? Uh, I'm I'm trying bring... to find the actual uh, text, right, to, I... but the idea is it it is specifically I, well the idea behind it is Joseph wanted to have, se have sex with oh no I got that <laughs> a lot of women <laughs> right yeah. right and while I, I assume... while I'm making up shit about myself why don't I get to fuck all the women as well <laughs> right but I assume that it is something along the lines of to bring more souls into the world into service of Heavenly Father. You know, the more the more wives you have, the the more you can do this. Mm -hmm. All right, but it's so only certain men get to procreate the next generation at that point because women and men are born 
roughly equally. So you would sure. think that just pairing off would be more efficient. Uh, you would think that, but then you wouldn't get to have sex with as many women. <laughs> yeah. So th- th- there's no numerical argument for this. It's just you know, no, no. It's not. It's not like the Mormons were like a warrior culture where mm. the men were you know lost in great numbers mm. and you know they were forced into polygamy to help you know keep the tribe <laughs> alive and nothing, nothing of that nature. Okay. So in it is enshrined in 1876, section 132 of the Doctrine and Covenants, which is part of the uh, subsequent stuff that Joseph Smith wrote on his way to Utah. He, which he never made it, right? It was, it was Brigham Young that actually went to Utah. But in any case, in the Doctrines and Covenants, it does say that uh, you have to abide by the plurality of wives. It is essential for attainment of godhood. Oh, by the way, you can become a god. Uh, And Mm. that, those who reject it are damned. Hmm. So it well, not it, only says that it's it's possible, it is highly encouraged, and not only that, but if you don't like it, you can go to hell. Hmm. Well, <laughs> except the Mormons don't believe in hell. But hmm. well, so it's, it's a power thing too. Then it's you know the most powerful men have the most wives, sure. and the men that don't have any wives are you know, losers. Losers, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's what the sheep are for. Right. And along with that, um, th- women have only recently been allowed to take higher level positions within the church. Hmm. The man is always the head of the household, according to Joseph Smith teachings. Uh, that has only, I mean, I, that is still true. But I think, uh, I do think Mormons now do allow female priests, but they cannot be elders. Only men can be elders. How generous of them. <laughs> they also lifted the uh, dark skin is a curse thing, right? Yeah. They got a calling from God, said that sure. was okay. We can let was, black people in now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, back in the 70s, yeah. This is true. Uh, next on the list is that water is bad. <laughs> Apparently, Joseph Smith didn't like to swim or have anything to do with the water, so he wrote in, in the Book of Mormon that you should avoid all occurrences, large bodies of water. You should not travel on rivers. This is something that... Uh, Satan controls all of, he has all the power over waters, rivers, lakes, and the oceans. So Joseph Smith couldn't swim. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure that was it, yeah. Yeah, okay. They came to a river and he went, nope, <laughs> let me write this down. <laughs> it's funny that God would put us on a planet that was 75% water if it was yeah. so bad. <laughs> How did he get across the Mississippi? That's a good question. I don't know. Hmm. I do not know. Well, I suppose you could cross rivers, but you couldn't use them to travel. Oh, okay, okay. That makes perfect sense. Okay. Uh, The next thing on the list is that there are three heavens. There is a celestial kingdom, a terrestrial kingdom, and a telestial kingdom. The difference being, only the true believers of Mormonism get to go to the celestial kingdom. Only the strict adherence to the beliefs of the Book of Mormon. The terrestrial kingdom is reserved for those that followed the laws of Moses, but didn't live up to the laws as translated by the founder, Joseph Smith. Mm. And the telestial kingdom is the least of the three heavens, which is reserved for those that managed to follow carnal law, but not any religious laws. So even if you're just a good person, you get to go to heaven. It's heaven number Mm. three, Mm. but you still get to go to heaven. Mm. So there are three heavens. And the final thing on the list is that God lives near Kolob. 
there is a star that Joseph Smith pointed out into the sky. He named it Kolob and said that that is the star closest to where God lives. Sure. And that when you go to heaven, because God is a physical person. Mm-hmm. Six feet tall. And when you <laughs> die, you have a chance of becoming a god yourself, depending on how good you were. How many wives you had. And you can join God up near Kolob. Kolob is a star or planet described in Mormon scripture. So, right. yeah. Okay. It was a light it, in the sky. It is a astral body. <laughs> okay. Not necessarily a planet. Sometimes he is described as God living on Kolob. Sometimes it's the, he lives near the star mm. named Kolob. Uh, yeah. So, which is the least strange, outrageous claim among these? In comparison to other religions? Because three heavens, one heaven, meh, whatever. Number one seems very non-crazy to me. Seems kind of hippie-ish. The fact that there was no creation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Right. And if you're looking at it as, uh, you know, not not so much as as it was God's doing, but (laughs) number three is like a commentary on on the world we live in today. (laughs) Dark skin is a curse? That is straight up true. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) But dark skin is a result of... uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but dark skin is a curse from God. No, that no. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but again, again, I yeah, you always you always lose me at the at the God part. Uh, but I, I like both Jared and Karen had good points. I like uh, the the no creation from nothing and the if you're going to get rid of hell, you might as well have some sub heavens. Yeah. Some lower decks. (laughs) Right. Again, not everybody is going to achieve at the same level, but you still want them to be part of your religion. So, yeah, well, it's not as good, but it's way better than, you know, you know, anything else. So, uh, heaven. I didn't break carnal law, so I'm going to steerage. (laughs) (laughs) It's still comfortable and warm, but it's okay. First thing I'm going to do is move creation to the bottom, no creation uh, to the bottom, because I think even scientists throughout history have debated mm. whether or not there was a Big Bang, whether or not there was a point of creation. So I don't think it's too far-fetched to throw that into your religious beliefs. Sure. And there's nothing to say that before the Big Bang, there wasn't another universe that expanded and died and crunched into a singularity and expanded again. So even if you buy the Big Bang, th- Big Bang Theory, that doesn't mean that was the beginning. That was just another right. cycle. So, right. Yeah. Sure. On board. All right. So no creation ex nihilo. Mm-hmm. Nihilo. That's hard to pronounce, and I thought it was going to be. Uh, That is at the bottom. I've heard a few other things. I'm not sure about the three heavens. I mean, I suppose if you're throwing it out that most religions have a heaven, it doesn't sound all that crazy. Three heavens, one heaven, hell. It's all a continuum of crazy that's a comfort when you die. That's all it is. Any arguments? None. Hmm? I, I don't know. Let me look at the list, make sure that yeah, I'm, I'm not missing over, anything. I'm sure. thinking of polygamy again, but that was like, <laughs> bang as many women, you'll, you'll, you'll be better with God, right? You, if you think of it from Joseph Smith's perspective, I don't think polygamy is all that crazy of an oh, idea. Oh, it's not crazy at all. It's something I would interject in any religion I was making up. <laughs> right. So, yes, I, if we're going by what was Joseph thinking, got it. That's, <laughs> But for someone else to believe it, like... Yeah, I'm trying to think of three. What's crazier, that or believing in three heavens? Mm. I mean, I'm sure no man was like, God, out of all the laws, this one's the craziest. (laughs) Or, you know, he's probably like, hey, this one's not so bad. (laughs) Well, I think polygamy is a little crazier because his wife was dead set against it. Oh, really? So you got to be pretty crazy to go up against your wife in a matter like that. (laughs) Indeed you do. Yeah, and I mean, and, and we're definitely, you know. 
again, and maybe this is the flaw of of, of being a man, because at, at first I'm only looking at the pluses. Polygamy <laughs> in many ways sounds like a nightmare. I mean, now I am not, you know, not only do I have the one wife, now I've got, you know, three or four wives. And now I've got to be responsible for what, 11 children, 12 children instead of one or two. Yeah. That's that is. Yeah, sure. I get to, you know, bang a slightly different person one day of the week. But man. We all can't get shows on TLC to pay for these kids. Seriously, that's, that can't be the payoff. <laughs> Polygamy is crazy. It's staying on the list. Get three heavens out of here. No, now, I'm not saying the practice of polygamy, yes, sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying believing that having multiple wives will get you further into heaven. Is that what it is? I forget what it was. Yeah, you have to, you have to abide by that ro- rule or be damned. Wow. Um, the, oh, geez. Okay, that, that's crazy. Yeah, three heavens is, is much less crazier than that. <laughs> well, the math right. doesn't work. Well, is there anything else on the list that's that's less strange, crazy than the polygamy? I think God lives near Kalab is not strange at all. Someone said, well, where is God? And he went, eh, somewhere out. He just pointed to the first thing he saw in the sky and said, there. There's sure. somewhere where I know you can't actually physically ever get to, so you can never tell me that I'm wrong, so that's where it is. What's that, it called? That, Colob. Colob. yep. That <laughs> the star slash planet that he pointed at is good as any other celestial body. Yeah. Had he picked, like, the moon, that would have been weird and lazy of him. <laughs> yeah. The sun would have just uh, yeah, been I, irresponsible. I, I, I have to agree with Ian. That's, when you look at it that way, that's not so nutty to be like, yes, that's where he is. Yeah. Okay. You can't prove it, disprove it. All right, right. I got no and argument. I, I, <laughs> right, I think, and I think it's, it's, I don't know. I almost imagine it going down and, what is it called, Joseph? It's called Klob. Kolob? Yeah, Kolob sounds fine. Yeah, yep. that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> the, the water being bad is just, it's, that's, it's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And it, it's, but you know what, though? Mm-hmm. If you think about it, I'm sure there was a lot of water based accidents back then. People <laughs> no, getting no stuck doubt, but, in, ri- but oh. a, a river or a bay. Or something like that has been at the center of every major successful civilization to this point. To now say, no, water, that's bad. You absolutely need water to survive as as a successful peoples. So I've, I've got to say that's crazy to think that water is bad. Well, how did you think that the Jared, Jaredites got over from I- Israel? Israel? Yeah. To the Americas, if they didn't cross the water. Frozen land bridge? Uh, well, <laughs> now it's important to... Now, you didn't say ice was bad. <laughs> this, this all happened in the 1700s. I mean, Joseph Smith was 1700s, right? 1800s. Early 1800s, yeah. Early 1800s. To, well, to mid, yeah. Okay. But where are you going with that? Well, uh, but he said that the, the Nephilites and the Lamanites and et cetera, et cetera, they all crossed over to America. It was like 6,000 years ago, something like that. It was not that long ago. There was no land bridge then. Uh, they came across the oceans in boats between 5,000 and 2,500 years ago. Boats. So they crossed yes. the, the, the water, the bad water. So that's... Correct. From Mesopotamia. Yeah. Okay. That is a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And that, yeah, I don't know. That's another one of these things, you know, that just stacks with this list of kind of silly, like, man, <laughs> Joseph Smith was just lazy. <laughs> it's a lazy, lazy prophet. Yeah. I would like to group the golden plates and the 11 witnesses in with the prophecies of Joseph Smith because that's all one big mess of looking at a hat. <laughs> and that's pretty freaking crazy. Yeah. One thing I got to say that I'm noticing, at least from the list that we've taken the time to generate, mm. surprisingly little about here about, um, Ooh, magic underwear. you know, 
No, uh, I was going to nah, ask the same thing. Where's the magic underwear? I'm pro the magic underwear. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, the list, compared to the other lists that we've been able to generate about other religions, very little about, you know, killing apostates, mm. murdering non-believers, uh, anything of that nature, which I'm, I'm very pro. I don't know. I've read some disturbing things about Brigham Young and the, <laughs> and the sure. things that he would do to people. But Absolutely. I, I guess no there's nothing that on an individual level he was a scoundrel. Right, um, but you're right. There's nothing in the actual Book of Mormon saying like, "Gotta kill the infidels." You gotta- yeah, <laughs> right. And not only that, but if you live a good life, uh, you can go to heaven still. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst of three, but you still get to go to heaven. So right. All right. So the only thing that's really bad about all this then is that dark skin is a curse from God, and people who have dark skin <laughs> are lesser in the eyes of the religion. It's only the 1970s when they did away with that. And right. They only did away with it because politically it was expedient to do so. There are very few um, black Mormons. Sure. <laughs> for- and again, you would think that, that, that the whole water is bad thing would work great for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> that was racist. Well, can we assume that most Mormons are not abiding by the water is bad rule anymore? <laughs> Uh, well, so, I don't know. Can, sure can we also assume that if 22 seasons of Survivor has taught me anything, it's that black people can't swim? <laughs> oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't fight you on that one. <laughs> I worked at Action Park. I know black people can't swim. <laughs> but yet they can't be Mormons. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, this is uh, – all right. got to reevaluate this list because it's starting to be – Yeah, we're getting bogged a, a little bit. Yeah, it's just a big list of nonsense. Yeah. Um, I am and going I'm, I'm, to suggest that the water being bad is is a non-crazy thing. I think he was just hydrophobic sure. and didn't like being out to sea, didn't like being on boats, and felt he wasn't in control or something. I'm just going to, to go with that and say he had a fear of water, and that's why that rule exists. I don't think it was that crazy. Uh, if my understanding, and I don't know if this is true or not, or how true it is, but that... You, as a Mormon, you are not allowed to do boating and stuff like that on Sundays. Hmm. That <laughs> other days of the week, you, you can go out and enjoy yourself at the lake, but that they reserve. Now, again, I don't know how true that is. That was from one site and was not substantiated at all. So Might have just yeah, been justification. <laughs> right. So I'm going to vote that the water drops yeah. to the bottom of the list. Well, I kind of put it under the same as um, the the Muslims not wearing yellow. It's personal preference of their prophet, whatever. Right, <laughs> right but well, we're talking about a person believing in it, though. Not we know why Joseph did it. So if this person's like, but like I said before, there was probably a lot of water based accidents back then. Yeah, people right. drowning in rivers and ships capsizing. People are probably like, uh, yeah, okay, water's the devil. Yeah, I see some bad shit happen in water sometimes. Stay away okay, from that. I believe in that. Right. right. And, well, I mean, following that same logic, I would I would move to. Let's revisit polygamy and taking it off the list because I can I, I can easily see someone being sold on that. Yeah. You know why why shouldn't you know why shouldn't I have a harem? Why shouldn't why why shouldn't I you know why shouldn't all these you know why why should my love be restricted to just one person? Uh, we're not talking about polyamory. We're talking about polygamy, right? We're talking about one man, many women. Yes. The, 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 the women marriage. don't. The, yes. The, the women don't yes. get to have multiple men. That's true. That's always the case. Karen, I don't know what crazy religion <laughs> you're working on where women are, are equal to men. But every time we start a religious subject, I already yeah. am working under the pretext that women are lesser. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to religion, I have to 
say he's pretty much going to be right on that. Yeah. I didn't disagree with him either. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but polygamy doesn't make sense from a you know, it doesn't make sense from the the weak man's perspective. I mean, it's only the top guys, and it's only the the alpha males and the 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 richest that get to procreate, or the best con artists. Or the best con artists, that's fine too. However you want to stack them up, it's only the, the guys at the top of the stack to get to procreate, i.e. have sex. Yeah, how, right, when is that? I mean, that's true in nature. True. All right, so using the lion pride as an example, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, why would, we want, why would we want weak men mating with weak women producing weak children? <laughs> that's what we do now. When, when we can, yeah. <laughs> and I look at how off the rails it's gone. Mm, true. People are voting for Trump, all kinds of nonsense, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I agree. I think Joseph Smith was on to something. Brigham Young 2016. <laughs> okay, right. fine. Maybe he saw right. that shit in his plates. <laughs> the 2016 election. <laughs> the idea right. of expediency on, on, in my mind, I am going to move polygamy down sure. off Thanks. the list. So we now have the Israelites that who were not called Israelites at the time, uh, were the first settlers in America. Dark skin is a curse from God. Uh, the Book of Mormon is historically accurate. The Golden Plates and the Prophecies of Joseph Smith. And I know you wanted to combine those, but mm. I'm thinking I'd still want to keep them separate, at least for now. Okay. The, the America was settled by Nephites doesn't make any sense because they don't look the same. They they physically don't appear to be the same tribe, if you will. Well, sure. Are you arguing that it is crazy? Yeah, I, I don't know how you. I don't know how you make that connection when they don't look anything alike. Right now, know. am I wrong to believe that of of the final five that they would all need to fall under the umbrella of the Book of Mormon is historically accurate? Mm-hmm. Like, is that a pretty big catch mm. there? Like, I suppose suggest- that's true. Yeah. So is it is it not good for the list? Is it redundant? Is it? Uh, Maybe is it the number one by default? <laughs> All right, that's a good point. Maybe we yes, take that one out because it it pollutes the others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Sure. That okay. makes sense. All right. So that is stricken from the list. What is the most plausible of the four that we have left? Oh, wait. Um, the most plausible? Yeah, the most plausible. So we can take it off the list. Okay. I would say the plates. Oh, now, man. now, I'm not saying that the plates contained accurate information. Uh, I'm not saying that even Joseph Smith was able to read the uh, alleged Egyptian writing that was on the plates. The idea that someone could generate some golden plates and a backstory and show it to a small number of confidants, which he would then later murder. <laughs> <laughs> um, Excommunicate in this case. Plate, right. Plates or tablets? Sure. Sure. Right. I'm not. I'm not seeing them as dinner plates. <laughs> but I mean, again, it it borrows enough from um, you know from from other religions that someone being convinced by that mm. also doesn't surprise me. You know, I mean, like when you said when you said like tablets, I don't see them being any different than than Ten Commandments, golden plates, and you know, he had to. He was not. I mean. Clearly, he, he installed himself as, as the prophet and the founder of this religion, but, you know, at least he wasn't saying he had a direct line to God. He was saying God actually had to write some stuff down for him. He's going to do his best to interpret it for you guys, and you guys are going to do what I say. Right. Uh, so you're saying that the golden plates are more uh, more plausible because the idea that stuff would have been written down on them 
on something like that as scripture it fit it's fitting within different you know the other religions and it's more plausible than the prophecies of about joseph smith because those just seem like lies made up to try and yeah but don't you yes don't you have to take into account though with the golden plates that they were that the archangel michael came down told them it was in new york (laughs) Or I thought it was Missouri or something like that, but where yeah, that it was somewhere in the United States, yeah. <laughs> right? There's several big locations for the more Missouri is where Jesus is returning to. Right. The second coming is going to happen in Missouri. The plates were found. He lived in New York at the time, so the plates were found there. And I'm, I don't remember what it is in Pennsylvania. There was a there's a huge amount of following of Mormonism in Pennsylvania. I'm trying to remember what happened in Pennsylvania. Susquehanna. It's like the first church. Uh, there's yeah. a river thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm not well, sure. That's got a hard on for the United States. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This it's is... a totally United States-centric religion. Yep. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Go- golden plates, uh, very similar to uh, Ten Commandment. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Right. And I mean, it, but you have a good point about the prophecies, too. I mean, but when you don't, you can't prophesize your own existence. That's just so silly. <laughs> it's No, it's great. <laughs> Uh, hey, there's shit about me in this thing, guys. <laughs> I mean, I do get that. I see. I, I mean, it, it's it seems silly from a from a third party perspective, but uh, yeah, what better way to validate you know you mm. as as the top of the food chain than to incorporate yourself into the story of creation? Sure. Um, I'm just so imagining being in the room where the guy is scribing this down and suddenly goes, "Holy crap, Joseph! They're talking about you." Yeah. <laughs> what? You think? And he looks up from his hat. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Joseph. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> right, uh, the top one. Pay no attention to the warrants with my name, Joseph. On. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, the, the top one, America was settled by the Nephites and the Jaredites. I, I'm willing to put that one down because... It's just dumb and meaningless. <laughs> well, but it's completely historic and accurate. Like, there's no chance that this could possibly have happened. And Agreed. Okay, and now hear me out. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going gonna, gonna to make an argument here. That the dark skin is a curse from God makes more sense than the other two that we have left because it's just a way to justify uh, discrimination against people of any color. Native Americans, you've got your your blacks at the time. I'm sure Joseph Smith was against both of them, and he wanted the white people to be in charge of both of them. So I think it's more logical to say, oh, yeah, and dark skin is a curse from God. <sighs> but, all right, so... If yeah, I do, yeah. We're talking about, all right, but it's outrageous, though. Okay. Right, but, yes. but but back then, a black person wasn't even looked at like a human per- a human being. True, three fifths so of a person. So to it say was. that to somebody, and then to go, yeah, that seems about right. They seem to have shit luck. <laughs> <laughs> luck. <sighs> All right. Hmm. Sure. So I'm just you, saying. You want to put the prophecies of Joseph Smith foretelling his own coming in in the books that he wrote? Here's the the reason I think that the prophecies are, are crazier is because he prophesied about himself in a book that he made up and people believed it. <laughs> it's that last bit that really uh, makes it... Nails it home. <laughs> ...so crazy is that people believed him. And still do. Oh, yeah. Lots of them. Hmm. Do I have an argument against this? Well, What's that for the prophecies being... Stranger than the historical impossibility of <laughs> uh, again, if if we base it, if we dial it back to that time, uh, you know, yeah. without 
without all the this uh you know knowledge uh, that they could easily be accessed i'd be like yeah sure i'm sure they got here on boats it only takes like a week right <laughs> that's true and, and the, even though we don't think the the native americans look similar to don't look similar to israelis or right they are dark-skinned therefore they're not yeah, white. there you go boom done boom done yeah <laughs> not white equals yeah yeah equals uh you know nephites jaredites yeah. Mucolites. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not mucolites. For some reason, that slight mispronunciation made this hilarious. All right, uh, so what am I hearing? What's the vote? Uh, I think. Prophecies? I don't. They all. Uh, it's tough. Mm. Jared? Oof. Uh, <laughs> You're always geez. the hardest to sway, so I want to. I, wanna... I don't know. Uh, let me hear you guys mauled out a little bit. <laughs> we, that's what we've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, okay, so you can you can group the top two together because, you know, America yeah. was settled by those that are not white, and those that are not white are a curse from God. Well no right. Well again, I like I like that America was settled by the by by all these people that are listed that I can't pronounce for some reason. Hmm. <laughs> uh the you know, the Lamanites and the Jaredites and the Nephites. Uh and they again, because this is you know, he knows where he's getting the Joseph Smith, uh, you know, his source material from. Mm. So, you know, you have to and now, you know, Christianity, well established, very powerful, very popular religion at this point, Judaism, mm. as well as uh, Islam. So he says, hey, for to improve my credibility, I've got to include, you know, people from Israel in this story. Mm. Right. So, now, uh, I, the one thing I would want to point out, the Nephites were not dark of skin. The Nephites okay. were, were very light of skin because they were okay. blessed. So, All right. I came up with a decision. Okay. okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, both these things are – I can understand why somebody in eighteen early 1800s would believe both of these things. The fact that dark skin from a god has been kind of stricken off their rules and they accepted that in the 1970s, but they are still going with – the Nephites and, and the Jaredites and all that shit to this day, I say that's the craziest. So mm. where it's at right now, mm. I am happy with so there. I've That's my <laughs> um, two cents. So the Joseph Smith's prophecies are, and then dark skin is a curse, and then Right, America exactly found, the way yeah. it's ordered right now, yeah. Hmm. Well, shit. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's your, what's your counter argument? <laughs> I might have to switch prophecies and dark skin. Dark skin just okay. being a... a, a Sign of the times. Yeah, and like I said, and it's, they're not holding it up anymore. They're still holding up the prophecies, and they're oh. still holding up the the Israelites thing. Good point. So I have to decide which is crazier of the two. <laughs> you know what? I, I completely re- re- retract everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> prophecies number one, <laughs> Israelites number two, dark skin three. That's where I lie. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, the, yeah, the fact that people still believe and, and accept that Joseph Smith translated the things which foretold his coming. And they still buy this to this day. And it's com- it's a complete circular logic problem. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. It's uh, it's hard. It's a tough, tough pill to swallow to think that when, again, but, it, you know, we've discussed this with previous religions, you know, when you're just so entrenched, <laughs> you can't be like, oh, no, <laughs> my whole life is a lie. Oops, <laughs> I better start from scratch. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just seems so obvious that, that so much of this is absolute hooey, and they are so committed to their story that they just have to stick it out. Yeah. All in. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. So I really want to make an argument that the craziest thing is that the uh, Israelites came over to settle America. 
I'm not really sure I have it. Do they do they still believe it? I think um, I would think so. I, yeah, I would think so too. But that's crazy if they still believe that at this point. I mean, I could see believing it in you know, like Jared said, in the 1800s because it was the 1800s. Now, come on. Well, that's why yeah, I moved well, it up because there. they had to re- but right. What you need to take into account though, that is one fact. Mm. The prophecies are numerous things. True. <laughs> you know. And it involves a hat. Well, the, the, is the hat? Yeah, the hat's involved in yeah, the prophecies, right? Yeah. That's re- Yeah. Fuck that shit. That prophecies is number one. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. It's, it's, it is a load of, of hokum, and it's, it is, it's really, really bizarre. And I'll give yeah. you that. Because they've moved new things in, though. Now that, now that they're okay, uh, now that the curse of the dark skin has been removed, uh, you know, we all know and have discussed, you know, their stance on the, the gays. Uh-huh. So, uh, which is alarmingly negative. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As we've discussed several times. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that's in the prophecies, if he said that, you know, God says it's bad to be fancy and they'll be <laughs> stricken from stricken from the, the land from all three heavens. They'll have to just sit in Armageddon waiting room. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I'm with you, Jared. I think prophecies is definitely the craziest. I understand why uh, the America being settled mm-hmm. one is so unsettling for Ray because it's so it scientifically in inaccurate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really does. Historically inaccurate. And he's the kind of guy that will be plagued by that until hmm. well into later this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I, you know, it is, it is, I would say it's, it's probably lesser. I'm going to support your ranking of, of these final three. Yep. Okay. Yeah, only because it carries so much more information. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of random things that you have to, like you, you have to believe in so much bullshit on that one. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to. Uh, we'll finish this up with the whole idea behind this is not to necessarily find the scientific <laughs> strangest thing that uh, is believed within any of these religions, but it's to discuss all the different topics and see just what people believe, even in the face of of facts right. and yeah. evidence. Right. Which surprises me that you didn't put the uh, the protection underwear in that list. This is true. I uh, It didn't actually come up in my research. Yeah, it's it's just, it's one small vestment that happens to be worn under some clothing in one particular ceremony. It, it's, I don't think it has magical powers in any way. It's just... Uh, I, I don't think it's different than anything else that any other religion says you have to wear this. You know, I don't think it's different. I don't find their their religious undergarments different than a Pope's mitre or someone's rosary beads or anything like that. Or a Muslim's well, headscarf. Or, it's just yeah. modesty Yeah, or yarmulke. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, but the that specific garment is supposed to protect you from fire, knives, <laughs> and other t- shit, as I believe. Oh. Right? Oh. I, I did not know that. Oh, if they, okay. Maybe I had my information. If that's the case, then yeah, that's fine. But I thought that it was supposed to protect you from these things. I have heard both. I've, so I don't know where that originally comes from. I, again, it didn't come up when I was doing any of the research for this. So I have heard that I'm imagining that it's in the, what's it called, the Doctrines and Covenants. But I don't, I don't know how many Mormons actually believe that it will protect you from actual danger, knives, fire, Well, here's the thing. Had an actual Mormon friend mm-hmm. asked him about this. He absolutely believed it was true. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I will, I, I will. Go ahead. I, I asked him if he wore it all the time, and he was like, no, no, no. He, I, which I didn't know if there was a ceremony involved. Maybe that's when he wore it. But he actually – he did, and I'm like, and you believe it protects you from knives? And he was like, yes. Yeah. Well, then why wouldn't you wear that all the time? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe it's only imbued with – 
its faith saving abilities during a particular time. And I will definitely, uh, you know, work to personally investigate that because that is something that has definitely, um, at least with this, I try not to be too tainted when we have these categories and lists. But I think one of the, at least in my own limited personal experience, I always try to qualify things with that. One of the evil powers that the, the Mormons have that they have used, uh, you know, to no great effect, but I will say against me, is uh, like 95 to 99% of my interactions with Mormons have all been positive. Yeah. They are so goddamn nice. <laughs> they are. I will. Yeah. My friend was a sweetheart. Yeah. A goddamn sweetheart this guy was. They are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Their beliefs are crazy, but they they have always I used to have when I was uh this was you know much younger, but not that much younger, but anyway, I used to have a, a pair of missionaries that came to talk to me one day and you know, we I tried to be honest with them from the get go. I was like, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm satisfied spiritually. Mm. Uh, I don't have a problem with any of the stuff you believe because they're like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I guess none of those things. I'm like, you lost me at God. (laughs) So there's that's where we're up here. And I was like, but if you guys, you know, I was like, you know, you guys are you guys are cool. You're fun to be around. If you so I had two missionaries that would hang out at my apartment with me and play Mario Kart (laughs) all the time. (laughs) And, you know, we had, you know, became friends, but, you know, never. Never pursued the the religious angle anymore. I let them do their thing. They walked around and did what they had to when they were on mission. And, you know, then when their mission was over, they got relocated and we lost touch. Mm. But because the Internet, you know, was not something I was into back then. Mm. But, you know, again, and it's been like that. I, you know, I, I continue to have Mormon friends in my life, uh, as as does my wife. And, you know, they never, you know, if, if I'm trying to be upfront and courteous to them and, and they, they do it in kind. So yeah. curse them I for will, that. I will say... <laughs> With the guy that I knew, though, uh, while he was a nice guy to us, not mm-hmm. a gigantic fan of women. Mm. Mm. Um, anytime girls would come around, he was very much, oh, well, come on, can we just, you know, what the fuck, man? What does she know? And this and that. And uh, <laughs> when we would do, you know, because we gamed a lot, if yeah. you gender bended your character, mm-hmm. oh, he did not like that to the point where he wouldn't <laughs> even play with you. Wow. And he would <laughs> consistently ask you to delete the character and make a new one that it was male. It was really weird. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Again, that's anybody deep into religion is going to have problems yeah. with women. So yeah, yeah. So I was thinking. I, oh, I, go I, ahead, I looked up a little bit, and Mormon folklore tales are told of Latter Day Saints who credit their temple garments with helping them survive car wrecks, fires, and natural disasters. But the church released a video in 2015 that states that there's nothing magical or mystical about temple garments. That's what they're called, temple garments. So. They hold. Well, this is just last year that they released this video. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was well, it was probably two or three years ago that he told me this. So maybe now he's switched and he doesn't maybe. believe that it's. Yeah, now mm. he's not allowed to anymore. Now yeah. that their stance has changed, he's like, "Damn, all right, black people in, yeah. magic underwear gone." <laughs> yeah, nothing. All right, magical, so real quick, so. I want to make a retraction. I stated earlier that Archangel Michael came to Joseph Smith and showed him where the plates were. It was actually the angel Moroni, nope. which is spelled Mor- okay. moron with an I. <laughs> right, which is where they got their name. Right. Oh, Mormon. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's why I was confused, but I assumed Ray knew more than I did. No, I was mistaken. I, Same I, here. So let's get into uh, real quick. I'm going to go down the list of some things that are different from quote-unquote normal Christianity and uh, Mormonism. <laughs> uh, one thing, tithes are mandatory. 10% of your income has to be given to the church. This is 
in the Book of Mormon, it is absolutely necessary for you to be a, well, to achieve the first level of heaven. They do not believe that uh, Jesus was born of a virgin. God came down in his physical form, came to earth, and did the deed. Hmm. God the Father. Like a boss. <laughs> God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Ghost are three separate divine beings. Uh, so it is not in line with the trinity of Catholicism. Mm-hmm. There is a pre-mortal existence of Jesus Christ. He was the literal son of God the Father prior to coming to earth. Mm. They believe that humans have pre-mortal existences as spirit children of God the Father and the Heavenly Mother, who remains unnamed. Uh, and humans can become angels, angels can become humans, Adam is said to be St. Michael, Noah was St. Gabriel, and uh, a Nephite man became the angel Moroni. Hmm. Uh, again, uh, there's no creation, matter has always existed, uh, that is different than most Christian beliefs. There is no hell, we already discussed that. A deceased person who was never hmm. baptized can still get into the celestial kingdom as a result of a proxy baptism in a Mormon temple. All right, which baptizing is, dead people. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, they get the permission from the family and they can baptize dead people and bring those dead people into their numbers. They did it to Mitt Romney's father. Really? Huh. Yep. He wasn't a Mormon. Really? <laughs> I did not know that. Um, so the highest level of the celestial kingdom, as we mentioned, is reserved for couples who have sealed their marriage inside a Mormon temple. If you have, if you weren't married inside a Mormon temple, your marriage is second class and you're not allowed. Right. God the Father used to be a human being living on Earth, which falls in with a couple of the other things that we mentioned. And humans can become gods, become exalted in their future, and dwell on the highest level of the celestial kingdom with God. So you can actually become a god yourself and rule over your own little Earth. Celestial hamlet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cool. So those are some of the kind of off things from Christianity. And, I mean, it's nothing that I really care about. None of those are too off the wall. I mean, compared to most Christian beliefs, it's it's just a little different. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I always called Mormonism, like, Christianity fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You get all this cool shit. You can be a god, pal around with god. You can be an angel. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And if you don't if you don't follow the rules strictly, you just go to second heaven or third heaven. Yeah. <laughs> but so if bad. you follow our rules, like having multiple wives, who the fuck doesn't want that? You get to go to the top. Who what do you got to lose here? <laughs> Were you quoting Trump just there? Sorry, a little bit of both. What, what do you got to lose? <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, does anybody have anything else? Uh no, thank you. I'm satisfied at the moment. Yep. No, I'm good. Okay. I think that's all that we have for this week. If anyone has any comments, questions, or things you would like us to discuss, feel free to go to theprofaneargument.com and leave your comment there. I would like to encourage everyone to check out our podcast network at soon-to-be-named-network.com, where you can uh, listen to shows like uh, Maybe the Prodigal Sons. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> With Ian, Jared, uh, if you couldn't get enough of Ian and myself, you can listen to The Puzzle Warriors 3. Uh, we are joined by Craig and talk about Marvel Puzzle Quest. Uh, you could listen to The Prime Defective with Jared and Brian talk about Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, you could also listen to Povacacy with Jason and David. 
the Freshman Parlance Show, which is a YouTube stream, and Longbox Heroes and Longbox Heroes After Dark with Leonard and Todd, where they talk about comic books. Uh, any of those are available at the soon-to-be-named-network.com. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I am Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Good night, and may your God go with you. Thank you.